0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Takedown, a Jackrabbit Illustrated podcast focused on South Dakota State Wrestling. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host. Tonight, it's just Alex, and we're also joined by our special guest, 125-pounder Tanner Jordan. Tonight, we're going to talk to TJ about his season so far and a little bit more about who he is. also like to shout out our sponsors. Uh, All year, we've been sponsored by Kubota. They have nine dealerships around the state of South Dakota to get you your needs for any yard tractor, any small equipment, or some heavy machinery too. Honestly, I mean, I don't know if you've ever checked out their skid steers, Alex, but they're pretty awesome. Uh, they have, I, I think it's a seven seven twenty five. That thing's badass. Anyway, TJ, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Not too shabby, You're Alex. I'm
1: good. Thanks for asking.
0: Yeah. Two kids in the house now, right?
1: Yep. Charlie joined us Monday here. So got, yeah. got two going to have the first girl, six times South Dakota state champ. Just kidding. I won't force my kids to wrestle. I hope they do, but they can <laughs> do what they want. But I was just going to say, she's got a drilling partner now. So,
0: <laughs> so TJ,
2: tell us a little bit about, about yourself. You're from St.
0: Paris. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. That's Saint Ohio. Ohio.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, so pretty far away. It's about fourteen hour trip home. So don't go home too often. But when I do, it's it's good. Good to be back. But it makes it easy to to stay out here and train. So such a long drive makes it easy to you know kind of dig in, set your feet, and and really really look forward to what's to come.
1: Absolutely. Um, talk about that a little bit for those that maybe don't know. Uh, talk about your high school background, maybe a little bit. Two-time state champ,
2: um, uh, single state champ. I only won one state champ my junior year. One. Uh, yeah, oh, my senior year. The notes
1: say division two. I, yep. Sorry.
2: Sorry. You're you're that's, good.
0: That, that's like a double A, A, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So we got so two, yeah, two, so two divisions sorry, in Ohio and we're in middle school.
1: Go ahead. Talk about your. Uh, your high school your recruitment all that sort of stuff so, How, how'd you end uh, up at SDSU
2: yeah my my brother was four years older than me or three years in school older than me and he was at here at SDSU yep. under reader and Bono so I kind of kind of had the uh, notion not necessarily to go here but I was you know it's always nice to to go somewhere that you know somebody and I mean, for everyone that doesn't know my last name is jordan and i'm related Kara. to micah bow jordan so i had people at ohio state so it was kind of pulling me either to stay close to home or go a thousand miles away with my brother so it was uh, a little bit of a tough decision but in the in the end of it i think i made the right decision you know it i love it here at south dakota state you know i uh yeah the long or short suite of it.
0: (laughs) Well, we're all for long answers here. So don't be afraid to be long winded, but uh, people want to hear
1: you, not us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They didn't come to listen to some schmuck with a beard. Um, But you wrestle one twenty five, and we kind of were starting down this path uh, before, before we got on here. Tell us a little bit about how it is to maintain that and, and maybe what your process is or your, your routine. Um, Whoever's in the back, howdy. Um anyway, uh yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh Tanner's coming live from the team room uh in, in the uh new wrestling facilities. So yeah, so yeah we, got guys,
2: we got guys walking in right now. I just told them, you know. That's cool. We, we appreciate 20. your time. We know you guys are busy. Uh no, it's it's good to make 125. Uh I shouldn't say good. It's 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 a I don't, I don't even want to call it a struggle, but I mean, your body gets used to it once the first cuts, obviously the worst, you know, you got to. You got to lose the weight that you put on over the summer and hopefully you're losing more fat and muscle. So that's always a kind of a fine balance is you got to figure out. how How much you can work out and. You know, get fat off instead of just burning all your muscle off and then so. I don't do the best job with my weight management over the summer. I think last huh. summer I, I saw the one fifty five mark on the scale. Ooh. So it, it's not the best for me. Like I said, I get, I get a little chunky, but you, uh, like I said, it, me and Cody were talking about it the other day and cause we were kind of making fun of like how thin I get during wrestling season. Right. And he's like, dude, I don't, if you stayed under a hundred 35 pounds all summer you would drive yourself nuts i was like yeah i never really thought of it that way he's like you just over overwork yourself all the time i was like yeah whatever you know but there's obviously two two edges to that sword because then you gotta put in grind harder today first time you're trying to get down to 125 you know and our coaches do a very good job of uh easing us into our our weight management plan so like right before the uh first competition of the the year three weeks out we have to make plus five percent of our uh scratch weight two weeks out we have to make plus uh three percent of our scratch weight and then the week before we compete it's plus one percent of our scratch weight so it, it makes it nice to kind of ease your way into it and and incentivizes a lot of guys to really get their weight down, me being one of those guys, you know? And it's, so that's always nice. Uh, other than that, it's just uh, pretty simple. Uh, I mean, from my perspective, I try not to overthink it. It's work out a lot and don't eat a lot, so
0: just that simple huh? yeah calories in calories out huh? yeah.
1: on that note um so we had we had cam on earlier this year and i kind of asked to be a proxy i said why why's coach hono is like start at 125 and um he said you know TJ always gets us going he's always got good energy he gets off the scale and he's kind of ready to go compared to maybe some other 125 pounders in the country so obviously talked about, you know, it's it's not an easy job to get down there. I mean you think about it. Any yeah, I don't care how short you are, any grown man is tough to make 125 pounds. So you're you're fresh off a scale. Number says 125.0 probably. What are you doing to get your energy back up just for maybe some some um, you know high school kids that are listening to? What's what's your recovery look like? So you know, an hour that whistle blows, you're you're ready to go you don't got dead legs you don't got dead
2: arms you're ready so to hammer them this year I I changed it up a little bit because we got that two hour weigh-in so that oh that's right yep that is yep. uh it's helpful because now now I feel like I get my uh I get my warm-up in after I work at, or after I make weight so you know you you cut the last little few pounds or a few ounces right there 30 minutes before you weigh in and then you uh you get your your food and energy in you and then i can get my warm-up in which is i think really been beneficial to me because we all know after you make weight you know you or after you eat after you make weight you kind of feel swollen Uh it's hard to breathe you know sometimes you put a little too much in but i do or me and Derek cardinal do a pretty good job of after we make weight you know it's we normally wait until about 45 minutes after we make weight, and then we go go down and start getting our warm-up in. And uh, normally our warm-up consists of, you know, drilling for 15 minutes and then getting a, a real hard, we do uh, 15, 15 shots or movements. The first, and we do five sets of three, we do like uh, three hard shots, three hard snap-downs, Three hard, uh, your partner shoots leg defense, and then three hard reattacks and three hard mat returns. And then we jump up and we run three sprints as hard as we can to really try to get our our lungs back under us after making weight. But uh, that's kind of the what we do for warm up in terms of uh, getting my energy back after weigh ins. I normally step off the scale and drink a uh, a body armor and a vitamin water and then i actually like to get just a little bit of caffeine in me whether it's a coffee or tea or something that that'll keep me awake because i gotta compete in two hours at this point so i want to be focused and energized and then i normally eat uh, uh trail mix or almonds of some sort you know and then i get I get made fun of it a lot, but I eat uh, I eat about three handfuls of Cheez-Its is, is my go-to. And it's just a, yeah, three or four, you know, oh, okay. how you're feeling. So, you, you let
0: yourself go a little beyond yeah, three.
2: Yeah, so, and I I don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be Cheez-Its. It could be pretzels, goldfish, but. Just a little salt. Yeah, the I carbs, like a little and salt, salt and then the, the fast carbs, I feel like, in them really just kind of give you some energy and then obviously after weigh-ins i'm putting in like i said a body armor some caffeine a vitamin water a little bit of Powerade. you know i just try not to drink too much to where i feel bloated but you can still put in four pounds of fluids you know and you don't want just four pounds of fluid well i don't want four pounds of fluid sticking just sitting in my stomach so i try to eat some cheez-its or pretzels Something to kind of soak it up a little bit, so it's not just sloshing around when I'm trying to go out there and nestle.
0: On an on an average week, how much would you say your your weight flux, fluctuates typically? Do you plus plus five?
2: Plus... I I try not to get over plus ten. Plus ten. Yeah. Okay. So I and some some weeks that's a challenge. Other weeks it's not. So <laughs> some, uh, yeah. <laughs> some Mondays you step on the scale and you're like, wow. 138 i was not what, expecting that <laughs> what did i do to myself yesterday <laughs> yeah I was like, like, uh, gosh that that really stuck to me a lot worse than i thought it did
0: uh yeah that uh that can be a challenge wait, Weight, it's a challenge for a lot of us i i can speak to that quite quite a bit but uh not why we're here you know this this year you really i mean you've, you've been a good wrestler for state for for what this is your third Fourth year out on, on year. the map. Yep. and and uh, well let's I was gonna go somewhere else with that but maybe maybe answer this question you would you would have took a, a red shirt your freshman year
2: yes uh, that was that COVID year that didn't count towards anyone
0: right so I was just gonna ask do you have two years remaining then or so one
2: I technically have two years remaining that's what I thought one of those is a red shirt we were right me and me and Damian were talking about this the other day and I, it's not that. Things didn't go how I wanted them to, or it just didn't, didn't, uh, it just didn't pan out that I wasn't necessarily going to redshirt my freshman year just because we didn't have another twenty-five pounder. Okay. Like that, that COVID year, me and Vega kind of flipped back and forth. You know, he ended up going to Big Twelves and ended up making a national appearance after that, and then the next year, I. We all kind of thought Vega was coming back He, because that COVID year didn't count. You know, we were True. like, oh, he's going to be back. And I was going to plan on redshirting that year and just getting better that year, focusing on, you know, how, what I need to do everything. And then uh, ended up, he didn't come back. So I, I think he didn't want to, he was tired of school. So that's, you know, we all get there. I was gonna say yeah we've all I been did, there yeah I did three and a half years and I I couldn't have done a, a credit hour more. yeah so got
0: amount it's 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 not a it's not a contest to see who's done the
2: most because I don't want to play that game <laughs> so we uh we can Han kind of not even brought me in it was just when he didn't come back over that summer it was just like hey you're you know you're basically our only guy at 125. I was like, okay, you know. So we I wrestled that year at 125 and then really didn't have a backup going into the year after that either and that brought me to this year. We have uh I don't want to say a plethora of 25 pounders, but I walked into our practice room on the first week of school and we had five, I think this year. Five 25 mm-hmm. pounders just which was great for me because that was more practice partners, you know. Uh, was the first time I've actually had someone under 135 pounds to to be able to uh wrestle so I was like this is awesome and you know it it was nice we all went to well we didn't all go to but we, we took I think it was two 25 pounders to the first weekend which would be the uh bison open we had uh two other red shirts that didn't end up going to that they they weren't i don't think they were just ready yet they, they had some some injuries coming out of it so they just didn't want to didn't want to jump on jump in yet and then uh we ended up having me and uh meredith compete it at uh 125 at the bison open which was awesome you know and then now we got Graf; he's back in our lineup after his his uh surgery i believe last year so it's nice that we're starting to get him back circling back in so
1: and that was gonna lead into my next one we touched on it uh my hair here what what was that like prior where you didn't necessarily have guys your size to roll around with? Did that do you think you maybe picked up some stuff
2: a normal 25 pounder wouldn't do? Uh yeah. So it's uh as as we talked about earlier, I came from St. Paris, Ohio, and for people that don't know, it's one of, the, in my opinion, one of the best wrestling schools in the country. And I got my butt kicked every day in my high school room like i I remember the first two years i was in high school i was going in i was happy to get one takedown sure i uh it was just it was brutal in there right so i get to college and um i don't want to say back to where i started but i got no small guys so i'm just i'm out there wrestling clay carlson every day getting my butt kicked right and it's like holy cow like and so it, it was nice because I, I definitely think I learned a lot from it. You know, you, you learn a lot from adversity, in my opinion, you you get mentally tougher, you get physically tougher. And it's an ongoing joke on the, the wrestling team that I can't hit a good shot to save my butt. And every shot I hit, I end up on my face, but my arms are all the way extended over my head. And I somehow end up getting, getting the guy's leg back to where I want it because I pull it in from from forever away You're and every so many times in practice. Yeah, and everyone's like, I don't know how TJ just does that all the time. And I was like, well, I had to do it to clay for 3 years. Like it was either I'm pulling that leg in or I'm getting my face ripped off, so it, <laughs> you try to pick the lighter one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know uh, being a big guy, I didn't like having heavier guys land on me. Uh I was I was on the smaller end of heavyweight, but uh so are any of the we talked a little bit about having five five five-ish guys behind you are any of those guys pushing you harder these these days is that, is that that's got to be a good um,
2: thing to have those guys yeah there. It's, and, it's definitely nice to have them in and yeah they they definitely push me so I'm sure you guys are aware if you've ever watched me wrestle it's uh my my worst I would say two minutes of wrestling is the first two minutes. So I, I give up a lot of takedowns in the first two yes. minutes of wrestling. I end up having to call my way back. But we got guys now on the team, now that he's been out and wrestling, Logan Graf—he's has been mm-hmm. a backup 33-pounder yeah. for us. He is a lightning bolt off the whistle. So having him in the practice room to to really just try to take me down as many times as he can in the first minute, and all I do is try to defend for two minutes is is amazing. It's been it's really helped me out so and Derek Cardinal's the same way you know he's he's real fast he's good off the whistle so having having guys like that to to really to push me and in order to i just focus on the first couple minutes of the match to where i'm not blowing blowing my head up and trying to go out there and score as many points as i can the first minute instead just relaxing a little bit and letting the guy tire himself out and scoring after that.
0: Do the coaches ever just as a follow-up? to the coaches ever get on your case and point out that it might be easier to score earlier?
2: Oh yeah. Every, <laughs> every week. <laughs> just who, about who, week. who is
0: the coach that kind of
2: pokes that button the most? Um, I would say all of them. Simez is a very, uh, sarcastic <laughs> individual as I'm sure you guys are aware. So Love that guy, uh, after uh after i beat mckee earlier in the year i walk off the mat and he's like see how much easier it is when you don't and for everyone that doesn't know last time i wrestled mckee i got dropped on my head in the first 30 seconds (laughs) of the match right he's like see how much easier it is when you don't get taken down i'm like yeah and then just this last week i walk off the mat after beating volk and he's like hey look what happens when you don't get taken down right off the bat and i just like Simon thanks. Like I appreciate it, but I also kind of want to punch you in the face right now.
1: <laughs> so you, you kind of answered the question a little bit, but I still kind of want to ask it. What has been one of the things where just the last year or two, cause I, I not to speak for Chad as well, but I'll speak for Chad as well. Personally watching you, it just, it really seems like you have, you've taken a step up this year. You are wrestling fantastic what are Um, some of those things you've really worked on okay if i if i work on this i can get to the next level
2: uh that i'm gonna circle kind of background to what i just said it it's always been a an issue of me defending my legs right so I, i would say me and caldwell have worked on getting my legs back for i don't know how long now for the last three four years i've been here right it's just been trying to get my legs back and and I think some of this some of that comes with confidence, you know. You you kind of uh, you kinda make big big leaps and bounds when you get a little bit of confidence, you know. Making it to the national tournament was you kind of get to see it and realize, hey, you know, I wanna be back here. I wanna I wanna compete better at this thing. Like it's this is this is what I want to keep doing so definitely a confidence standpoint and then just the coaches have we've we've been working you know since i don't know like i said the last four years on getting my legs back and they uh they always kind of give me a little bit of crap and say my biggest attribute is my stubbornness you know go out there and just wrestle hard as, as long as i can be stubborn about it but they also tell me that's my biggest weakness, because there are some points like I'm sure you guys saw me get hit in a slide by by pooling three times, uh. where I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of this kid hitting me in a slide by. I'm gonna collar time until he can't hit me in a slide by. And obviously that's not the best best thing to do. And I think the coaches kind of picked up on that and started coaching a little bit different, yeah to where they were they were like hey you guys uh you shouldn't beat your head against the wall as much we want you to wrestle a little bit smarter not as you know we love how hard you wrestle but we want we want to turn you into a smarter and more strategic wrestler and i think that's probably been the biggest biggest jump i've made this year is just trying to use out." Uh, I want to say trying to use my head a little bit more than match instead of just going out there and just telling myself go faster, go harder, you know, trying to wear a guy out instead. You know, you've got to be a little bit more strategic and where you put your hands and feet. And so, that's probably that's probably the biggest jump I've made. Completely unrelated, but you brought up
1: Stevo. Should he bring back the Mohawk? Do you have any idea what I'm referring to?
2: Uh, <laughs> yes, I do, and eh, I, I'm not that I just, sure <laughs>
1: that was that was the thing. I'm a little bit older than you, like when I, when I was in high school, it's like, oh, you see this like eight year old Stephen Pooling kid, it's Mohawk launching oh, yeah. kids, it, it's like, yeah, all of a sudden he turns up at UNC, and obviously he's pretty good. That was just yep. kind of funny, so I just figured I'd get your take on if Steve O should bring back the Mohawk.
2: I'm not sure.
0: I- So you're, you're 17 and five this year. If I'm, if my math's right, you're 20 on flow and like 18 on track wrestling. And I know you guys don't pay an over amount of attention to that, but we're talking about Steve-O here. Um, He's, he's one of the losses you've had and I don't want to dwell on that too much, but there is, is there any loss this season that maybe you'd like to avenge more than the others? Like, Maybe because you, you you really thought you let that one slip away or or do you feel the same um, about them all? Uh
2: so I got I obviously got majored by Steve O, and that didn't make me too happy. So I'd like to I'd like to have another shot at that one. But I would say a match that I I would really I was actually really looking forward to was uh, wrestling Diagostano from Michigan again. I yeah. got beat by him at Cliff Keen and I ran off the mat and we always do a little cool down after we run off the mat. I ran off the mat and Cody was standing right there with my shirt and shorts. And he was like, how you feel after that one? And the the only thing that could come to my head was I know I can beat that kid. And Cody's like, yeah, we all do. So I grabbed my stuff. I went and I ran my sprint, you know, came back and Cody's like, you know, you're going to have another shot at him. And I was like, yeah, I know we get, you know, we get a dual Michigan. And I was just, chomping at the bit for that duel right and then he didn't even weigh in so that one that one upset me quite a bit i'd say that's probably the the uh the one that's got it right now
0: well i mean there's still a chance to wrestle that guy again isn't there? yeah
2: yeah i think there's still a chance to wrestle any of the 25 pounders this year <laughs> yeah 25's 25 looking it's a yeah 25 has got to
0: be like the most open class because yeah. what what are we calling it the curse of 125 alex you know, yeah. if you get number one in 125, that means you're gonna um, lose.
1: Father Andrew Dickinson, uh, fellow Jack Rabbit wrestling fan, former priest at the Newman Center here. He, uh, what would he call it, the curse of Spencer Lee's mom's glasses.
0: Oh,
2: that's what it was. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. But yeah, it's gotta make
1: an actual question. That's, I mean, that's gotta have you excited, right? You, you see that the playing field super level you have wrestled right there with all those guys like podium if not high end of the podium is absolutely in reach and you gotta feel pretty stoked about that don't
2: you absolutely yeah i'm i'm pretty excited about it there's uh like you like we all know you know 125 is just wide open right now they they got number ones getting beat every other day you know it's just a mess and I, I've wrestled, I think, like, what'd you say? Five, I had five losses, right? Yeah. Yeah, three at Vegas. I and so I, I've been, I think my five losses have came to, to all top, top 15. 20 guys. Yeah. Top 15 yeah, guys. Top 15. Yeah. So, I, uh, I definitely have competed against them and as I said earlier, I ran off the mat in multiple matches knowing that I I could wrestle better and and win matches so I I definitely feel excited is probably uh, the best term but still I'm really excited to get to the national tournament and and wrestle
0: so we talked a little bit about confidence uh, earlier. We talked a little bit about you being in the national tournament. What? Uh, how do I ask this? What, what point did you know that you were going to make the national tournament last year? And, and what kind of confidence does that give you this year? I think so. It's kind of a two-parter. Um. So knowing that you've been the, there, you know how to get there. You know what needs to be done.
2: But by, by like when you say what point, do you mean like the the time of day like, well i
0: mean not like was there a point in the season last year where you knew that i'm gonna make the national tournament regardless uh, i just gotta go do do the work or, do, or or are you one of those guys that just like i don't pay attention to that you know so, when the match the match that qualified me was over that's when i
2: so we didn't we didn't know if i was going to qualify or not right so i mean it, that was the yeah so i i I forget my record last year, but it was barely over 500, I think. It might have been like 18 and 16 or like it was, wasn't the greatest, right? I had a lot of, a lot of losses last year that I shouldn't have lost. And I had some, some wins that were obviously enough to get me to the national tournament. I, uh, one of those was, uh, I, I mean, there really at no point in the in the year was it like yeah that one just got me into the national tournament you know i didn't, i don't think i had a, a top top 20 win last year other than i had the believe it or not forfeit to me it at uh not forfeit medical default medical yeah yep. cliff keen so there wasn't really that that match that was like yeah that one put me in so we were kind of After I lost out at Big 12s, you know, pretty disappointing, obviously. You know, don't know if you're going to make it to the national tournament or not, you know. Waiting to see
0: allocations. Yeah,
2: so we're all kind of, I don't want to say sitting around, but we're all waiting, right? And believe it or not, I was actually in in the room I'm in right now. We have a ping pong table on it. And me and Caleb Gross are back up 41 pounder. We're playing ping pong. And Cody comes running in and rips the door open. And he's like, he he's not even saying anything. He's just looking at me. Uh, I didn't know what you know. I didn't know the allocations just came in or anything. So I'm I'm looking at Cody like, what? What? Like, going you want to play ping pong? Like, what are you? What's going on? And he's like, you made it. And I'm like, made what? Right? Like, he's like, you're going to the national tournament. And so that was a that was a pretty cool moment with me and Cody. But I would say. Yeah, there wasn't really a time that I was like, "Yeah, this is it. I'm going like this. This is the, the match that put me in the national tournament." So,
0: and that and that gives you more confidence probably going into this year. I mean, you so, maybe yeah. get a better matchup than last time. Yeah.
2: So last time I was <laughs> the 32 seed at the national tournament. Right, I was a pigtail going into it. Uh huh. 32 or 33, I don't even know, and. If I if I would have won my first one, I ended up getting beat, but I would have had Spencer Lee right off the bat, right? Uh huh. And so there was obviously a little bit like you know i um, the 32 seed in the national tournament that kind of sucks, right? Like second to last guy, but uh, it it was good. Like it kind of took some of the weight off my shoulders. I would say, you know, it, it's not as expected, so going into it I, I didn't wrestle great my first round match ended up getting beat and then won the the uh wrestle back and then got beat by I think certain beat me out of the tournament so it was kind of I don't want to say that was a confidence booster but it was a uh you were there so you know what to expect and like sure. I said it was it kind of burnt a hole in me for a summer of like you, you know, you can be back there. You, you gotta get back there. Like that was one of the most, most fun tournaments we've we had, right? So it was just kind of like you gotta get back there. You gotta. So all summer I kind of had something to push myself towards and really focus on what what was to come. So you're
0: saying fans should expect a, an all American out of you this year.
2: I don't want I don't want to expect anything, but. I'm I'm definitely pretty excited to wrestle at the national. Tournament. I mean, I
0: think you got it in you, honestly.
2: I, I, we so believe in you.
0: That's what I'm I, trying to. say. I
2: like to think I'm I'm a pretty pretty tough individual. I'm begging for my pools, no pressure. All right, and I think that it's gonna it's gonna be a, a major part of being an all American at the national tournament is just going out there and being tough and being able to wrestle, you know, three four matches in a day if I do get beat. So, I'm pretty excited for it.
1: What do you guys do? Um, obviously, it's hot-button topic a little bit in wrestling, college wrestling in general right now. Um, but what mentally, we won't go down the other side of it necessarily because I could talk on that for three hours. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. But I think what I already do you do, know what you're talking about. <laughs> what do you do to prepare yourself mentally for kind of just – you're saying, you you know, if you get beat, you got to get ready to bounce back. Um, obviously, right now, this time of year, is a lot of dual meets. So, you know, you yep. get yourself up for one match, maybe scout a guy a little bit, go out there, let it hang out for seven minutes. All right, I got at least 24 hours of rest. W- what do you do to get yourself ready for Big 12 or mm. national tournament? Because you wrestle a lot of opens or, like you said, CK earlier in the year, but this yep. back half of the year up to Big Twelves is all dual meets. So how do you switch that? flip that switch
2: excuse me um uh it's kind of uh i i feel like it's kind of a person like it 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 depends on the person of what you can do and i i personally like to i i love to wrestle it's my favorite workout right and if i if i'm going to choose what to do i want to wrestle for 30 minutes and I want to go live for 30 minutes sure so we still have those and our practice has changed up a little bit now they're starting to shorten up you know because we don't want to get beat up going into this last half of the season but Cody knows that I love to wrestle and he knows that one of my favorite things to to do is go on goes which doesn't necessarily help me with my first period leg defense as we talked about earlier (laughs) but but I I like to get tired you know in practice and it really, I think that helps me the most is going out there and wrestling for, you know, 20, 30 minutes because that simulates you going out and wrestling two, three matches in a day, right? Like, yeah. and I, I try, to, uh, try to work out as, I don't want to say as much as I can, but I try to get two or three workouts in, you know, two, two a day at minimum not only to help me with my weight, but kind of the same thing as, you know, you get a workout and you have a three hour break and go get another match per se. And so that's kind of what I mentally do to prepare for it.
0: I've never heard that approach. I really like that. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. And so, so you do like tournament wrestling
2: then? Yeah. I love tournaments.
0: Yeah. yeah it sounds like that's, that's your bag yep. actually more wrestling in a day the better
2: yeah the cody used to make fun of so to backtrack a little bit my uh, okay. i graduated high school in 2019 and moved out here and didn't go to sdsu but i was just on the jwc wrestling team sure so i was just out here and all the coaches would make fun of me because i was going to every open with the the uh red shirts right Okay. And it was like everyone is as, as many matches like as i could get i was trying to trying to go 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 and finally cody like pulled me off to the side i banged up my knee you know the trainer was telling me i couldn't wrestle and cody and cam were like you can't go to midlands and that was the tournament i was looking forward to all year right i wanted to go to midlands Vegas so to bad yeah yeah and they're like you can't go to midlands and i was like i'm going to midlands and they're like you can't and i'm like good thing it's an open tournament and i can just go you're right? Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like we're gonna be really upset with you if you go to midlands so i was like all right so ended up not going but it's like you said i just i really like tournament wrestling and really just love to get matches in that's that's the opposite
0: of me man they get so long <laughs> that's that's yeah. the hard part right maybe it's not the wrestling i don't like it's the waiting to wrestle
2: yeah like. well like- the The hard part for me is getting down to 125, so when I'm there, I might as well wrestle as much as as I can. can. (laughs) (laughs) But what about the next day? (laughs) Eh, We'll figure that out later.
0: (laughs) If you wrestle enough, I suppose it doesn't matter.
1: You don't don't know this, Tanner, Um, but your story reminded me of a high school teammate of mine who uh, went by the name of Thomas Gilman. And Thomas would get pissed if he had a first round bye. like he would tell our coach oh, yeah. to go to seeding meetings and like, I don't want the bye. match me up with somebody. So,
2: so Cody, uh, Cody went to a seed meeting earlier in the year after I wrestled, uh, the Northern duel, I had a big black eye. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was yep. it was yep. pretty gross. And I go to wrestle at the DAC open, right? And I see I have a first round match. And I'm like, nice. Look at the, the, uh, close it like on my phone, go to open up flow again to like look at my bracket to see what bout number it was. Cause I assumed it was number one, cause it was 125, you know, most of the time. Yep. The first guys out there. And I go to look at it and I don't have a first round match anymore. And I'm like, that, you know, they must have re-, re drew it or something, whatever. And Cody comes in and I'm like, hey, did they redraw it? He's like, yeah, you had a match first round, but I didn't want the kid hitting your eye. So uh, he ended up giving the match to he switched me and uh Brandon Meredith's place in the in the bracket in the, uh, in the bracket. In the bracket. And he's like, I didn't want the kid to hit your eye. He's like, I figured at least like the less matches for you today, the better. And I was pretty upset with him. I still give him <laughs> crap for it.
0: Didn't run that one by you, huh?
2: Yeah, I was like, What the heck, dude? He's like, I knew you were gonna tell me no, so I just did it.
0: Well, let's see. Um, Well, you got, you got a bunch of matches coming, coming up. Uh, We're going to be wrestling Oklahoma, right? It's coming up. Yep. Friday, Friday, Oklahoma state Saturday, right? Yeah. And then you go to Oklahoma. That's, that's going to be quite the challenge for you.
2: Oh yeah. The, I mean, obviously D1 wrestling, you're always wrestling good competitors, but it's uh. Uh, two day, you know, back to back days are, are, I don't want to say tough, but they're, they're a little wearing on, on you, you know, making weight two days in a row. Thankfully we get a pound for Oklahoma state because we wrestled back to back days, but definitely, uh, definitely adds a, adds a little adversity in the mix.
0: I was just assuming they had a top guy there, but I don't. I don't see on the list where they
1: Spratly, Oklahoma State. Oh yeah,
0: Spratly. There there it is. I thought so. Yep. Yeah, nope, he's thank
1: coming you. off a big upset of well, not big but decent he's, upset of yeah. certain
0: yeah, Sunday he's beat afternoon. Certain. Was... Which means you just need to go beat him, right? That's you already have That's ideal. Area. Yeah, I know. I know you have already, but <laughs> Being, being a good guy twice is definitely more challenging than once, Yeah, right? and Yeah. We can agree on not, that.
2: Not like I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve either. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's already seen your style, so he knows what to expect to, to a certain extent. And if he watches this, he's just going to shoot on your legs, right? First two minutes.
2: That's all anyone needs to do,
0: apparently. Oh, come on. Now, that's some guys' strategy, though, because, like, Gross used to wrestle that way. We might have a 165 pounder that like absolutely does not take the first shot. I don't think. Um, know, know how to
1: shoot, Cook. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'm
0: teasing. He had a great match Friday.
2: Yeah, he did. I was gonna say he just had one last (laughs) last week, didn't he? Yeah, he knows how to shoot. We all, we all, uh, we all give him a little bit of crap for that too, you know every now and then he'll pull a, a double leg out of nowhere that no one expected so we're all like where did that come from he's like ah it was just there we're like you need to do that more ah, i don't know it, it took a lot of energy not as much style points as a cement mixer <laughs> yeah yeah definitely
0: not that yeah if, all, if every match was as quick as his we'd only have what a 20 minute duel
2: maybe at most
0: like shane writes rents 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 he
2: said he blinks blinks and missed this match yeah on his his saturday match was quick i don't know if you guys yeah, oh, he, yeah. Did. He, he did he just pushed that laugh. guy forward yeah. a couple of times and whoop.
1: i had to laugh the social media team posted because you can post I mean, yeah I mean, if you buy premium you can post movies on twitter now but you can only post like 15 second clips. If you don't, it's like we present to you Tanner Cook's match <laughs> its
2: entirety. Yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that. Just like, <laughs> yeah, he he always walks off, and I'm like, man, I wish I had short matches like that. He's like, you could, and I was like, I don't think I, I don't think I could, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't,
0: you don't see that a lot. And have you been watching? Maybe, maybe we shouldn't even bring this up. Uh, but have you been watching the controversy? Are you on Twitter much? No, uh, wrestling Twitter, bit.
2: not not too terribly much.
0: You've been seeing the uh takedown, no takedowns that have been coming across. Chad's yeah, trying
1: to get me in trouble because I'm an official. <laughs> I don't know if you knew
2: that. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> let's let's have a little bit of maybe maybe he's seen him. Maybe he has some opinions. I don't know. Yeah. So the the reaction time is definitely a uh big big factor this year in college wrestling, and the the thing that I. Don't like about it is there's no set amount of time, right? Like they're like it's not like a all. It, it, it turns
1: it into a judgment call.
2: Yeah, it it's not. We'll give them, you know, a second. It's there. It's reaction time. So it like you said, it turns into a little bit of a judgment, which isn't which isn't my favorite thing for the sport. But I mean, you also can't just have the little hand touch takedown. So right it's a double-edged sword and you got to pick the lesser two evils in my opinion
0: i found myself flip-flopping on the on on the very same clip just going oh that's definitely a takedown and watch it and i'm like oh no maybe he slipped out of there a little quicker yeah. than i thought you know it's yeah. like well ah.
1: you're, not, you're not gonna believe it but as an official like hand touch takedown
2: don't don't make me make a judgment call. I'm gonna, yeah.
1: I'm make I, I can gonna make the other mad, make it as black and white yeah. as
2: possible. <laughs> yeah, I can see that.
1: But I, I think it's like you said, I think it's a double-edged sword. We need we need rules as we try to grow the sport, grow new fans that yeah. are easy to understand. But exactly. there's also a certain level of your hand brushes the mat and go behind position should you really be yeah. awarding three off that probably not probably not yeah
2: yeah but you can't make everyone happy so and, there's always and gonna it, be uh
0: a... i was gonna say it's probably amplified by the fact that a takedowns more oh more yeah costly more this points. year right yeah 3.2. so
2: you are you got to be a fan of that right uh so at first I didn't think I was going to be because you, as we talked right. about earlier, you know, i was uh-huh. getting taken down the first period of every match and, <laughs> and it was a, a joke when we, uh, when we just dis- found out that all these rule changes, because if you guys watched me wrestle last year, it was, I normally got taken down the first period, I got a reversal and then I rode the kid out it was yep. it was pretty, pretty Ooh. uniform through, through matches. Right. Modus and Cody, Cody goes, what are you going to do now, TJ? If you take someone down and ride them out, you're tied. Was, or if you, you get, if you take get taken down, down get a reversal and ride them out, you're tied. I was like, yeah, I, guess I got to figure something else out, don't I? <laughs> so we've been, it's it's been, like I said, a joke. But I definitely, uh, I've grown to like it more than I thought I would
0: yeah me too it's still weird shouting three though yeah
2: i i especially the high schools too right i i'm still (laughs) over there saying two so i mean i've said two for what 20 years of my life now i can't change it now right it's yeah it's so strange
0: um alex
1: i uh maybe less on the wrestling side just I'd like to have you guys here, get your more personality out. And when we are doing our bio on you. This is something that interests me because something I wish I would have studied, but I decided to get an engineering degree instead. Talk about wildlife and fishery science. What made you want to take that up? And how's, how's that all going for you?
2: Uh, I mean, what made me want to take it up is I, I love being outside. You know, it's if I'm not on the wrestling mat or in a classroom, I'm probably out trying to hunt or catch something so whatever i can find do i just want to be outside and i mean obviously with this winter it's been super hard for me to to even think about wrestling when it's so nice out you know it's like you gotta (laughs) gotta go
0: out and take your benelli benelli out and exercise it a bit
2: yeah so whatever so it's that's that's kind of what made me go into it is just for my my love of the outdoors and wildlife in general and how much i love to hunt and fish and then uh got to college and it was it was uh still it was different than what i thought it was you know i I was expecting it was all going to be wildlife based right and my first semester of college i had biology and chemistry and i was like I, I don't know if this is if this is manageable. Like, um, I'm out here just just trying to get bees, you know, just trying to keep my head above the water, and it, it ended up. Uh, now I'm starting to get into more of the wildlife based classes, you know, and it's it's been awesome. Is Fishing. is there? A, yeah, go ahead.
1: I was gonna answer on question fishing's been hit or miss ron the fact people are dropping trucks through the ice about twice a week is not yeah, helping not anything yeah
0: it was really cold and it was
2: good we had good ice for a while but now you don't want to drive out on it yeah think. i've i've only been ice fishing once this year so
1: uh, it's better than me i might not even get to go out this year at the rate we're going yeah busy with work and just had a kid and i haven't even been out yet this year but normally
2: i've been out a dozen times by now but well normally we live. have ice by right christmas thanksgiving right yeah yeah.
0: and yeah, we didn't i mean it was i was outside working on a building the 23rd of december in the rain you know yeah. enclosing a building that i wouldn't have got done most years but is there a is there a game that you like to hunt the most like i mean i was kind of joking um, about having a benelli i don't know maybe you have a so favorite gun
2: or being or you, being from ohio we didn't i was I was from real uh, rural Ohio and wasn't really close to any any water per se, so I I didn't really get into duck hunting until I moved out here. Sure. sure. So the, I would say the, the thing I, I absolutely love to hunt the most is deer. I love to hunt deer with my bow. It's probably my my number one thing to do. And then I got out here and got introduced to spotting and stalking mule deer, and that just Consumed me. Really? Uh, So so you you go go out west? west Yeah, yeah. Me and (laughs) me and my roommate Caleb Gross. We get we get like one or two weekends, right? We get five days that we can go out west, and two of those we end up spending driving. Just and uh, we always end up making a deal with damien Like, listen, we'll do two extra workouts. We're we're gonna get all this (laughs) stuff done, right? And he's like, fine. You guys can go out west for three days so we pack up and go out there and try to hunt as much as we can it's normally only 2 days and then we drive all the way back run into practice and someone ends up grabbing us and they're like you like you stink. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't showered in three days. You know, I was, <laughs> I was sleeping out of the bed of my truck and they're like, and you what? drove straight to practice. I was like, that's yeah, an I advantage haven't. when you're, I, d- when you're, hunting. I had to hunt the last morning and they're like, you're <laughs> terrible, dude. I'm like, oh.
0: so you like so, Hackett County
2: or where are you, where are you normally pull um, the We, uh, with archery, you can, you can get the over the counter, uh, West oh, River or right. statewide. Yeah. I so guessed. we've, we've been all the way. Uh, close to like the badlands and then we drove up to Harding county a couple times that's way out there yeah that one we would prefer to stick more like right across the river because then we get more time to hunt and less time driving Harding county's fun though just because it's uh it's a new challenge you know
0: do you see any goats out there I mean
2: uh there's yeah there's a lot of those out there yeah so i I keep wanting to get an antelope tag with my bow. Yeah. But it, it always opens the first week at school, open or moving week into school, and I just don't think it's the best decision for me to miss the first, well, first couple first of days of school. Class. Yeah, to go go out and try to shoot an antelope with my bow. So I haven't done that one yet. Antelope with a bow that
0: that that's going to be a challenge. I mean, you're going to have to yeah really be in the right spot because them things move, man. Yeah. So. That's... So, so as far as school is gone, you've really enjoyed your time at SDSU and the, yep. the classes and so forth. The campus, Lo- love Brookings. Is it com- how's it compare to where you're from?
2: Uh, Brookings is is very similar to the town, the big town that's close to me. You know, it's I don't want to say the only grocery store, but the the big grocery store is Walmart. And then instead of Hy-Vee, we have Kroger's Kroger is what it's called. Yep. Yeah, Kroger. And yeah. so we're Sprinkler
0: fans. We know Kroger.
2: Yep. Very similar to to uh, to the town that I grew up in, and I mean, you look at the countryside and the the county that I'm from is called Champaign County, and that's flat is what Champagne means. So it's the same thing. It's flat with cornfield. So you're right at home here. Yep. Uh, a little bit more trees is what I'm used to. <laughs> colder right it's got to be colder and windier yeah this is definitely coldier colder and windier but the trees in Ohio help that so
0: yeah we don't have a lot of trees that's true so
2: but it it, definitely is home feeling and then like I said I've been out here for five years now I I moved out here with my brother he was already out here so it's it it was a very uh, easy transition for me and then you know i got a great job over the summer you know let lets me wrestle as much as i can so it's awesome and what job was that uh i work at dakota wholesale bait oh <laughs> Kingfisher fish farms so nice yeah, i yep.
1: know those guys through are friends of friends don't know them personally but i yep. know who they are
2: so they're they're awesome over there they they uh Like I said, they let me wrestle as much as I want over the summer. They actually get mad at me if I'm not wrestling enough. So it's, it's pretty good gig. So just a couple more here and we'll
0: let you go. We do appreciate your time. Tell us maybe a little bit about your interactions and I mean, sell us on the staff, the facilities, talk about, you know, the upgrades and how, how, how much better it is now compared to before and just. Tell us a so, little bit about how awesome the staff. Is. I mean, uh, we know they're awesome, but we'd like to we'd like to hear yeah, your take
2: on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Damien, and that's <laughs> gonna lead into the facility, right? Sure. Because he, uh, that guy. Uh, so when I first met him, he uh, he he was big when he first got here, right? He's he's a big boy, and he uh, about my second or third year in i everyone's and we didn't see it as much because we're we're next to him every day right but everyone's so. coming up to him and they're grabbing him and they're like you guys out there at south dakota putting him on a diet and i'm like like not really like yeah he's gotten smaller but like not that bad you know and it didn't really like dawn on me he was so stressed out about getting this facility put up for us that he was just losing weight yeah he was he was dropping dropping tons of weight and so that kind of you know put something in the back of my head like that this guy's willing to to fight for everything everything that that we're willing to fight for so that was that was awesome and then you you know you'd walk into his office and he'd just be on the phone and you you know this was when his office was at frost. So he had to walk up through a maze, you know, got up there and he'd give you the hold on. You're like, I can't really hold on. You know, I don't got anywhere else to go. So you'd walk over to Cody's, Cody's and Cam's office. And they would, they'd be in there just studying wrestling. And you're like, wow, these, you know, they, they really just care about wrestling. And you'd walk back over to Dhan. He's like, I just got another donor for the facility. It's like, cool. You know? And he, Damien spent so much time just on getting this facility because of and he he says he know he knew, but he knew he says it would make us more of a team. And I I didn't really like, you know, like eh, it doesn't matter that much. It's just a facility, right? Didn't like a team comes from from a team. You're a team, and that's and now that I can, now that we're in the facility and I see it, just today, uh, I was walking up here and we still had guys on the mat wrestling. You know, we we had ten, fifteen guys that just sit in the facility almost all day. Like you, it's it's amazing just how much more you bond just by having a central location that's not the frost wrestling room that was who knows how old. Right, stinky, yeah, in a basement. Like, it was, it didn't have heat in the summer or in the winter. Like, I would literally walk into practice, I'd have like two sweatshirts on just to lose like three pounds at practice. Right, it was miserable. And you got out of there as fast as you could, too, because it was like no one wants to spend time in here. And now that we have such a nice facility, it's just, yeah, everyone's just more willing to spend time and stay on the mat, you know, and really socialize you you get to know people a lot better but and then uh so that was that was just on damien and cam cam is uh very i said it earlier he's a sarcastic individual right and there's times that i don't know if cam's serious serious or not so yeah so i just so like oh yeah i'm gonna laugh at that and walk away so like it's not like a like i'm not actually i don't actually have to do that and it it's awesome you know cam cam did the majority of the recruiting for me he uh he called me a lot you know i mean it's not really like he can do a home visit when i'm a thousand miles away right so he yep. he was he was on the phone with me a lot and it was that was their first year, was the year that they were trying to recruit me, right? And he, uh, he would call me and, and just talk. It wouldn't even be about wrestling. He'd just call me to talk, you know, and it, that was super helpful in the recruiting process, you know, having, having a guy that you felt that, that you were there to, he was there to be your friend more or less than to be a coach to you. And then, uh, so that was that was awesome coming from him, and then you know me and Cody over the last couple of years have just really been working on. I've been doing most of my individual Cody, and really just trying to trying to get better with him, and he pushes me as much as I as I can push myself. So that's been awesome, and he's been very uh, uh, positive in the whole the whole process. I've it, which was a change for me because I'm i more or less feel like I do better after I you know have a big loss or something uh, I has something in me that I just want to go turn around and wrestle better right and Cody was more of a like slow down pick yourself up you're you're fine you're you're doing fine just keep wrestling how you know how to wrestle and that was one of the major jumps that we talked about earlier you know gave me confidence that I was, I was starting to use my head more when I wrestled, you know, being smarter as I wrestled, that was a big help. And then, I mean, Brady's brought a ton of stuff to, to SDSU and nutrition being one of those, he's big on nutrition, you know, and I'd never, you know, I was, I've always been a small guy and cut weight. So it was like, you know it weighs what it weighs and i'm just going to eat what I, you know don't eat junk but you know be somewhat diligent on what you're eating and brady's really brought in like you know like you don't have to feel bad when you're cutting weight you don't have to starve yourself you just eat cleaner keep your portion smaller so that's been very helpful as well cool Uh
1: I'll, uh, I think Mr. Myros has one more serious one to follow up, but be oh, a bit, remi- bit remiss if uh, this <coughs> one from Shane Wright, considering where Mr. Schoenrock Rock may or may not be tonight. Uh, Something um, South Dakota and Ohio have in common, although they don't really have water trucks. In
2: Ohio. I'm not sure if I've ever <laughs> if I've ever been to to a race in general. So, really? Uh, yeah. I but you I at least know I... what a
0: sprint car is when somebody yeah. talks about
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I think I loved hunting and fishing too much that I just, those ended up consuming me. You could
0: find your way to Rossburg if you needed to? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I don't, how far is that? Just ballpark. Um, I don't know. Probably, probably two-ish, two hours. Ish, two hours.
0: Well, yeah, I, I don't, I think you touched on everything. Uh, it was a great interview, man. We're, we're big fans of you. You know, coach always talks about you being the spark plug. And I guess now we know you just need to go start earlier and we can just yeah. get on your case if we're sitting Matt's side. And
2: Absolutely.
0: And, uh, hey, come on, hurry up. Let's go. Time's running yeah. out, you know? Um, but other than that, I, I, I just want to thank you for coming on and being such a great guest. Uh, you got any parting words, Alex? No.
1: Um, I had a couple things. Uh, Wednesday noon coaches luncheon. That's right. Familiar yep. with football team uh, does Jimmy Rogers radio shows this is kind of Coach Hans version. He uh.
2: Are we what? having it this week? I think we're oh. leaving Wednesday. Are you guys hey. leaving early? Okay, so no, no, Kebby's Wednesday. luncheon. Ignore oh, me.
1: Not. No Cubbies luncheon this week. Hey, we go can go
0: still to... promote Cubbies. Is kind still, of a Cubbies sponsor. They sponsor. The yeah, yeah,
1: they're
0: a
2: sponsor. Yeah, we can still promote. Still Cubbies
0: go to You just got to stay away if you're trying to cut, right? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> their food's too good.
1: All um, right. JWC silent auction and raffle that's coming up at the nine on February twenty fourth. Um, as we've talked about on the show before that allows all our guys, our freestyle opportunities, make sure people are getting their tickets, get in door. It's a fun event. gonna be a good time. And then, um, two away events this weekend, big duels, big 12 races heating up. Um, Jack's control their history for big 12 title. Love to see the guys go get it. So two big ones towards that Friday night, 7 PM, Oklahoma, um, in Norman, and then 6 p.m. Saturday night in Stillwater, um, both on ESPN Plus. So, a lot of you, I know, football fans have that. And then next home duel in advance. Um, get planning ahead. February 18th against Missouri. Um, that's going to be it's going to be huge. There's going to be tons of ranked matchups. It's going to be a party. Um, they happen never been to a wrestling duel. I don't know how you stumbled upon this show, but welcome and definitely need to make sure you make it out and if you're a wrestling fan, you absolutely need to be at that duel.
0: Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Can't wait for you to uh go out and prove yourself, uh, uh, you know that Cliff Keynes wasn't a fluke and go out this Saturday,
2: yeah. man. And we'll be yep. cheering I'm for you. Excited for it.
0: Well, with that, I think we'll uh we normally end our shows with a get jacked on 3. Ready? Three, two, one, get Get jacked. jacked.